What's going on, everybody? It's Cooper and James, and we are from the Backpins. There has been some transactions being made this week leading up to Austin Gambler Days inside the world of the PBR Team Series. But before we get into that, James, how, how's your week been so far? Oh, I'm great, man. Just ready to roll. I heard that Garth is coming to uh, the Thunder's home playing field in October 1st. So uh, that's 45 minutes from the house. So we're going to try to make a dream come true that I've been dreaming about since I was four years old. Anyway, enough of that. Let's talk some bull riding. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about with all these transactions. And we're almost halfway through the regular season after the completion of gambler days. Halfway there, you're halfway to Vegas. So there's not that much time left. Teams are definitely have to start putting their foot down and saying, all right, we're making a push for that title. But Let's grab them slides, boys, because we're coming at you from the back pans. So to kick things off for this episode, it'll be kind of a unique episode. We're going to go over a trade that went down, and it involves teams that have traded before. The Texas Rattlers and the Carolina Cowboys decided to make a trade. So this trade... Between the Texas Rattlers and the Carolina Cowboys, it involves junior Patrick Souza. He's moving from the Cowboys to the Rattlers, and the Cowboys receive Ednilio Almeida. Now, junior Patrick Souza, he's going on the protected roster, so they're looking to use him right away. And Ednilio Almeida is going on the injured reserve list. James, what do you think of that trade? What I've seen of that Almeida guy, I can't pronounce his first name, so everybody forgive me, but... Anyway, uh, what I've seen of him, he's pretty consistent, and that's a really surprising trade. I thought that was one of the better picks that were on the Rattler squad. I think that's a win-win for the for the Carolina Cowboys because I, I don't see that much production from junior Patrick Sosa at this point in the season. What do you think about that trade? Yeah, I like the Cowboys side better, but to me, why this trade went down is – it's clear the Rattlers need production now. They need to start finding somebody besides Cody Jesus who's going to consistently go out there and stay on Bulls. And Nelio was a guy that was doing that, but based on him being on the IR, he's obviously sitting out with a injury that he can't compete with. And I don't know the status of that. I'm not going to quit complaining about it because the PBR has not done a super great job of making the injuries easily accessible to find information on. But if Ednilio is healthy, it's a slam dunk. This, to me, comes down to what they need right now versus what they need down the road. And right now, what they need right now is winning out. So I prefer the Cowboys side of this trade, but I understand why the Rattlers did it. But there were other moves throughout the week. Right off the top, the Carolina Cowboys moved Leonardo Lima to their protected roster. That happened this week. This is a big one, though, James. Jess Lockwood's going to be debuting for the Oklahoma Freedom in Austin, Texas. He's off the IR. What do you think about Lockwood coming back? I'm excited, but a little nervous at the same time, just because I don't know the extent, but I know it has something to do with his groins. And I don't really, I'm not even going to go there because I don't really even know the extent of what his injury was, but I know it's something that's nagging. I hope. He's as close to 100% as he can be, and uh, if he is, then the whole league better look out. I think this is just what the doctor ordered for the Oklahoma Freedom. You're getting a two-time PBR world champion back in your lineup, and right now they need it. They need help with that lineup. 
Granted, we didn't see Vassbinder Cole Baba last week. Those are two guys that you're going to see in their lineup as long as they're healthy. But you're starting to see what I was seeing in preseason with what their lineup could be. If you get 75% of the world champion Jess Lockwood this weekend, that's a huge uptick for the Oklahoma Freedom. I've got to think that Brandon Bates, Cord McCoy, they're excited to see this guy climb down in the buck and shoots. Another big name that is getting closer to a return. I'm not 100% sure if that's happening this weekend in Austin, but this move indicates that we're moving in the right direction. And this backs up the conversation I had with this guy. It was brief in Anaheim, but we did talk about it. Kyler Oliver gets removed from the injured reserve and the Kansas City Outlaws decide to move Cole Melance onto that list instead. So that tells me that Kyler Oliver is getting close to being back in the arena. He told me in Anaheim he'd gotten cleared. So I would expect Kyler Oliver to be back in that Kansas City lineup soon. Kyler Oliver coming back whenever it is, whether it's this week, next week, next month, it doesn't make any difference. He's going to make a huge uh, impact for the uh, Kansas City Outlaws. They're finally moving things in the right track and finally getting things going because guys that weren't producing earlier in the year are starting to now. But with Kyler coming back, you've got a guy that's who knows if he's rusty or whatever because it's been a while, you know, since he's – I bet he's been on practice pools. Everybody has at this point or he wouldn't even be cleared in his own mind to say, yeah, I can do this. But if he's healthy, even at 75%, he's he's not at the level of Jess Lockwood, but he will get a lot of bulls road. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they got a steal on Kyler Oliver in the second round. And the only reason they got him in the second round, let's be honest, because he was hurt. If he had been healthy, he's a first round draft pick. Oh, yeah. So moving on to the remaining transactions that have happened, the Texas Rattlers signed Daniel Keeping. I know he's a younger guy. I know I've heard his name at Velocities. I personally don't know a lot about him, but to me, it makes sense. The Rattlers, they're taking looks at everybody right now. They need to find the solution there if they want to be consistent. And I'm guessing that Daniel Keeping, taking a look at him, is part of their process right now. That's part of what they're trying to do. And some other news, the Oklahoma Freedom have released two riders. They released Matt Triplett and Caden Bunch. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Caden Bunch would be the first draft pick to be released, if I'm not mistaken on that. Yeah, Coop, I think you're right. Uh Caden Bunch was the first guy that was drafted to get released from any team that I'm aware of. Been following it closer now that it's halfway, almost halfway through the season. Obviously, Oklahoma did not see what they were hoping to see out of this kid. And so they just released him. I don't know why they would release Matt Triplett because he was just starting to show a little bit of production for them. Over the last couple of weeks, he'd ridden one or two bulls, which wasn't much, but it doesn't take much to get wins. Yeah, that part of it surprised me. And I'm not going to begin to speculate why Matt Triplett's been dropped by two teams, but he's already found a new home. So Matt Triplett got picked up by the Nashville Stampede. He's back with them and he's on their practice squad. I'm in the same boat as you. Like I've seen enough out of Matt Triplett to think that he deserves a roster spot. So. I don't know what the deal is, and I'm not going to sit here and speculate because I just frankly have no idea. He's been He's gotten bulls rode in the team series, and there's guys that are in starting lineups that haven't. So that tells me he deserves to be there. Caden Bunch, young guy, 
They used a draft pick on him. He was the last pick of the draft, though, 40th overall. I think this comes down to, with Lockwood coming back, they had to make a roster spot, and they dropped the guy that they feel like they can afford to lose. That's what it comes down to, because Caden Bunch right now is an unrestricted free agent, meaning at this point in time, any team can go sign him. He's completely unprotected. I'm intrigued to see if Caden Bunch gets picked up by another team. I'm excited to see how that transpires. But let's take a break and talk about Rank Ride Fantasy for a second. If you enjoy what the PBR Team Series did, and especially the draft aspect of that, check out Rank Ride Fantasy. They let you put your general manager cap on, and you get to make those decisions that a general manager does week in, week out. I played the entire 2022 season. And it was a great time. It's a really good way to engage yourself with the bull riding that's happening. When you have something to cheer for or against, it really makes it more exciting to watch, especially when you pick a guy that goes 90 plus points. There's not a better feeling in the world. And it's a really good opportunity to give you and your buddies the opportunity to give each other a hard time, compete against each other. Let's get some bragging rights going. I'm better than you are. I know more than you do. Now you can put it to the test and bragging rights are always good when you're talking, interacting with your best of friends. It's a really great time. I can promise you, you won't be disappointed. So check out Rank Ride Fantasy at www.rankridefantasy.com and I will link their social medias in the description below. And also I will list them at the end of this podcast, but let's get back to it. One thing I wanted to talk about since there's been so many moves is general trade strategy when it comes to sports. Because I know, James, you don't watch a lot of sports. There are a pretty big percentage of rodeo bull riding fans that don't follow sports super closely. But there are strategies with it. And the number one thing, you've got to look at where your team is at. There's a couple different ways to go about trading, but you have to realize and be real with yourself and your organization of where you truly are at. So like a team like the Texas Rattlers, in my opinion, I'd call them a rebuilding team. They probably don't have a great chance to actually win a title this year. So if I'm in their organization, I'm looking at moves that'll make us better next year or make us better two, three years down the road. So a guy like Edna Kaminhas, who is 47 years old now, long-term, he's not in your plans because literally Edna is a day-to-day kind of guy. At that age, He could be riding really good one day and decide I've had enough. I'm done. So those kind of guys I'm looking to move if I'm a rebuilding team. If I'm a a contending team, so you're looking at your Austin Gamblers, Missouri Thunder, Carolina Cowboys. I'm not interested in a young guy who's not producing right now. I want a guy, if I'm going to go trade, I want a guy that I can put in there right now and he's going to be ready to go in my starting lineup. James, does that kind of make sense at all or what are your thoughts on that? It does make sense. I mean, the end of the day, in any sport, if you're a GM, a coach, whatever, if you're in an organization, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, bull riding now, you name it, the goal is is to have the best season you possibly can and win first if you can. So I agree with you. Every team, when they start the year, should want to win. I agree. But the reality of it is in these professional sports leagues, You have to be real with yourself and look at your organization and say, man, we are not ready to win a title. We we just aren't. Because what happens when they hold on to these teams that they keep falling short with, blah, 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 eventually those guys that are getting you that far are going to age out. And in bull riding, 
aging out is a real thing. These guys' <laughs> careers are extremely short. So that's why I'm saying if I'm at the bottom of the standings and I think I can put out a guy like Edna to a team like, say, the Carolina Cowboys or the Austin Gamblers who are looking for guys that they can put in a lineup right now because they they are planning on winning a title this year, I'm doing it because you can try to gain assets that'll help you after the season, you know, the next year, the year after yeah. that. This isn't a one season, a one shot deal. If it was, these rosters would look a lot different. So I guess that's where my thought track is with that. So with all the talks about trades, signings, transactions, all that, I wrote down four teams that I could see making transactions, whether they're trades or free agent signings, all that. I did write down some theoretical trades that I'll get your opinion on, James. I Hopefully they aren't too crazy, but I tried to make it where it makes sense for both sides because that's that's another big thing about trades. It's got to make sense for both teams. If you're the number one team in the league, like you're not going to trade a valuable piece of that team unless you're getting a good payoff back and it makes sense. So that's also something to look at for trading. But these four teams, fourth one's a little questionable, but the three that I'm going to list first, I think for sure are going to be looking at moves. They are the Nashville Stampede, the Kansas City Outlaws, the Texas Rattlers, and this is the iffy one, the Oklahoma Freedom, because I think Oklahoma, even though how much they've been struggling lately, I think they've been waiting it out to get their guys healthy. You know, they're getting Lockwood back. Don't know what outlaw status is, but even just adding Jess Lockwood makes a big impact in their lineup. So the first trade I've written down for Nashville, this is the type of trade I could see them trying to make. And I don't know if the Cowboys would do this trade, this theoretical trades between them and Carolina, but this is the thought track I would have with it if I was in their organization. Nashville would trade Denner Barbosa, who hasn't been riding all year. When he is riding, he's a top 20 to 15 type guy, pretty consistently, James. They would also trade Mason Moody, a younger guy with a lot of potential somebody that a team can sit there and develop and progress throughout his young career, and they would get Ramon Lima. So Denner Barbosa and Mason Moody for Ramon Lima of the Carolina Cowboys. James, what side of that trade would you rather have? Carolina Cowboys, because in my opinion, Ramon Lima just doesn't, hasn't produced enough, at least for the team series, in my opinion. So where I'm at with that is Nashville's a team I think they expected to compete right away and go win a title. So I think Ramon, being he's healthy, is a temporary Band-Aid. I don't want to move Barbosa, but if I'm trying to win a title, this is a move I'm looking at making. But I don't think Carolina would do this, to be honest, because it depletes their depth. And that's the problem right now. The teams that have six or seven guys on their roster that they genuinely feel like they can put in their lineup and not miss anything aren't looking to trade them. So that's a challenging part of this whole thing right now. So that's just a theoretical move I came up with. I came up with one for Kansas City, and this trade would be Marcus Mast and Tate Polmeyer for Jesse Petrie and Marcelo Perea of the Missouri Thunder. And to me, this move makes sense for both sides. Right now, you can't argue with what Marcus Mass has been doing in the arena. He's getting a lot of Bulls Road, and he's getting some really good Bulls Road. And the Thunder are definitely trying to win a title. They're sitting in second right now. They're definitely thinking we're walking away with this championship. But where are they weak? I like Petri. I think he's good. But I think right now, Marcus Mass has been more consistent. You'd throw in Tate Polmeyer. They would receive Jesse Petri, Marcelo Perea. 
James, would you rather have Marcus Mast and Tate Bullmeyer or Petri and Perea? I would rather have Petri and Prater, probably, in the long run, if you're talking long run. But if you're just talking this season, Jesse Petri is just not living up to what we've seen him do in the past. So I, if you're just talking about this particular season, then, then yeah, I could say, you know, trade him. You made my point when you said for this year, I would have this side or for the future, I would have the other side because that's why this trade makes sense. Missouri is trying to win the title in 2022. Kansas City, is it likely they win it? Not really, in my opinion. I don't think they're good enough when they get down to Las Vegas with that bull power, et cetera. So that's what I'm trying to get at with these trades is that trade not only bolsters the Missouri Thunders lineup right now, Kansas City gets a couple younger guys they can sit on in Marcelo Perea. I shouldn't say he's super young, but he's just a solid guy. They can plug and play him in situations. That's why that trade makes sense, in my opinion. The last trade I've written down, Texas Rattlers and also Missouri Thunder. So I don't think they would make two trades, but for this entertainment purpose, here it is. The Texas Rattlers would trade Edna Kaminhas while the Missouri Thunder would trade Callum Miller. James, what do you think? Missouri wins that one in the short term. In the long term, Missouri loses. Goes along with what I'm saying is Texas right now, you would have to give me astronomical odds for me to bet on them to win the Team Series Championship. And even then, I think I'd just save my money. Missouri, with where they're at, Edna fits. Edna can help them out. And realistically, you have no idea if Edna is going to ride after this year. So why not cash out on the age when he still has some value and you can get something for him? That's where I'm at from the Texas point of view. And I understand that. And I, I, I 110% agree with you there, Coop. I would do the same thing if that was offered to me from a Texas Rattler standpoint. So do you have any thoughts leading up to Austin before we get out of here? I'm thinking to myself, they're going to be the first team in PBR team's history. I'll call it now. They're going to win gambler days. Austin gamblers are. I want to see the Oklahoma Freedom with Jess Lockwood, Derek Baba, and hopefully Eli Vassbinder because I think this team's a lot better than what they've been showing. Obviously, I'm a little biased because I went with them to win the title, but I don't think it's crazy to think that when they get those three guys back in the lineup, they're going to be a lot better. I'm not saying they're going to get to Austin's level or anywhere like that just yet, but I think they'll improve. So definitely some good storylines to pay attention to this weekend. And I'm excited to see how this turns out because like James and I have said all episode, we're about halfway done with the season. So it's go time now, put the pedal to the metal and Keep that momentum going until you get to Las Vegas. That's all these teams can do right now. But, James, do you have any closing thoughts before we get out of here? You know, this is such an exciting thing for me. And, and to to be able to talk to you guys about it, I hope you guys enjoy hearing what I have to say as much as you like hearing what Cooper has to say. And Cooper puts out a lot of really good videos on YouTube. Other than that, just enjoy the weekend. and. Have fun and always remember that every day is a gift from God and what you do with it, quite simply and honestly, that's your gift back to him. And Coop, the floor is yours, buddy. Back at you, James. I agree with everything you said. 
you guys let us know what you want to hear about, etc. We'll definitely give you what you want. Head on over to our YouTube to check out the videos that we put up there. Hopefully you guys like those as well. And I will also link our social medias and Rank Ride Fantasy social media in the description below. But until next time, you guys have a great one. Come back and visit us again from the back pants. Mm-hmm.